What's up? What's up? It's episode 47. It is Sunday, March 29th. It is our uncle's birthday. Happy birthday, uncle. Happy birthday. We don't know if you'll probably never hear this, yeah, but is. we your spirit the spirit is here. <laughs> uh, guys, it's Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. Clash. I am your host, Night Hoot, and with me, as always, is Tiz. What's good? What's good? What's up, guys? So I have good news. Good news is the started podcast. I believe I'm stating it right now. I believe mm-hmm. this is the last episode in the era of nothing. Well, yeah, we're here. Because next Friday, Resident Evil 3 comes out. Shoot, so I'm, I will have I'm already a definite here. game. I'm in it. <laughs> You're in it. Yeah, I'm in it. You've, you've already exited the era of nothing. I'm already back into having too many games to play. <laughs> like, it's kind of annoying. But we'll get to that. I think what happened to me this week is I played a bunch of demos and now I have too many games I want to buy. Yeah, that that's definitely a problem too, for sure. Like which one to go for? But business, business, business first. Party, party later. We have uh while you guys are listening, please tweet at us, email us. You can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Twitterverse at srclash underscore pod underscore pod but until then what did you do this week so um this week i'm a so i kind of like tried to organize my list a little bit this time so i'm going from the shortest to the longest okay um something like that actually not quite that but something like that but first up still playing through code vein um and the reason i'm not going to spend too much time on this is because uh it's really more of the same. Like, I already kind of gave my overall impressions on it. Um, I'm not going to lie, though, with uh, these next two games on my list. It's kind of making me get bored of Code Vein. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it. I hope I will, but I've had that thought in, like, the back of my head. Like, I could definitely yeah. just look up the final boss on YouTube. And Well, I was going to say, now, if you were playing Dark Souls and not Code Vein, would it be the same? Oh, no, no, no. Completely sentiment? different story. No, no. It's... It's because it's certain things about this game that uh, it doesn't do nearly as well as Dark Souls. That is kind of the reason. Like, first of all, the setting is to me is kind of like drab. Like, it's not. It's a weird like. It's not quite steampunk, but it is kind of steampunk. But it's also like vampires at the same time. You know what I mean? With like swords mm-hmm. and and like and stuff like that. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of an odd setting, and then the environments themselves are kind of kind of bland like drab yeah kind of drab so where's dark souls it's like like that's the thing with dark souls is like the environments are every single thing has a purpose like every single detail is there for a reason um and i just like the overall like dark fantasy setting as opposed to the like steampunkish kind of thing in general um so yeah, yeah I, I'm not. I I'm know. not a huge fan of steampunk. Yeah. I've realized that over the years. I don't know. Like, what I don't it get is. excited for that. Like some people love that aesthetic, yeah. and I I could care less. And I just I don't know what it is about it that's like, like I can't put my finger on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's it's intermediary because mm. it's like you you can either go like the full medi full medieval route, which is kind of like half what you were describing. Mm-hmm. Or you can go, like, the full techno route. Right. And it's, like, when you do that, steampunk feels like this weird, like, intermediary of those two. Right, of, like, styles. Like, it's not, like, distinctly this 
I guess. Yeah. It's like um, we have technology and we're we're trying, but yeah. <laughs> it's janky. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> but I know what you mean. I have the same sentiment. For sure. Um so yeah, we'll see. We'll see on that. If you guys just stop hearing about it, then you know why. <laughs> um but then next up, uh a, a kind of a surprise but not a surprise. Um I picked up Doom Eternal. I've been playing that. I did play the first one. Um I was a not a massive fan of it, but I was a, like, I thought You're it was a really fun Doom game. You're talking about Doom 2016? Yeah, Doom 2016. And that was actually my first Doom game, I think. I didn't play, like, the old ones before that. Um, but, yeah, I, I was a fan of the first one. I thought it feels like a, a shooter, a shooting action game, um, mm-hmm. which I think is very unique because I can't really think of really another game that feels this way. And the reason I say that is because it's, like, really fast. Like, for one, there's no crouch or sprint button um and you, you may be like oh tired uh no sprint button you just said it was fast um but the reason there's no sprint button is because the sprint is just built into your character like you're always going that speed you know what mm-hmm. i mean so there's no no need for a sprint um and it's really about just staying in motion there's a really cool dodge button they added so it's like if you think of like i don't know like bayonetta like you literally hit a dodge button to quickly like instantly get out the way of an attack it feels like that but in a first person shooter um and the controls are super precise like there's i always appreciate a dodge button yeah oh yeah dodge makes everything more fun even if you don't need to dodge in your game like put a dodge button in and you'll get bonus points <laughs> for real um but no it feels like super reactive like it's not like heavy feeling it's not too floaty feeling there's a there's a double jump too um so you can kind of in your head picture with the things you can start doing with like the double jump and then the dash. you have two dashes i heard there's a wall jump in this one too yeah there's a wall jump there's a wall jump in the last one too so like what it is there's like platforming in the game too so they'll have these like clingable wall climbing sections as part of that and what you kind of can do is like it'll be like a, a far away thing and so you'll double jump twice and then double dash forward and then when you dash into the wall you instantly cling to it and mm-hmm. then you the controls are really intuitive too so like you just kind of look in a direction that you want to jump to afterwards and you just let go of the grab button and you you basically kind of fling yourself in that direction and then from there you can d- jump or dash again or whatever to to get to the next area of the platform it's really i think a good like easy to understand platforming that's not like it's not really even hard it's just to me it feels like it's something that makes you just get the feeling of the momentum of it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like how swinging in spider-man isn't hard it just it's just the act of it feels like I guess like fun and freeing that's kind of what the movement feels like yeah because i want to say like the way you're describing it and i played doom 2016 yeah. i think i got to the final boss and i just quit <laughs> you're right i didn't there. care I, I, it was too hard and i didn't have enough equipment it was terrible mm. but the uh i still have it so it's not like i can't go back but right. i it makes me think of like think of like a 2d beat-em-up mm-hmm. but uh like a side scroller but instead you're in first person yeah honestly and yeah like that's the only way i can describe it because you're just i guess it's the equivalent of like hack and slash mm-hmm. but you're not melee it's just mostly guns but like the guns it doesn't feel like you know like it was me- like you're playing a melee game that has guns like it feels like a shooter like it's like mm-hmm. that's the aiming I mean, yeah. is the aiming is just right like the the aim assist is good on controller 
um and it just feels really smooth and then the other thing about it is uh they added some stuff to the combat in this one so you have this like flamethrower and um what's the other thing is it just the flame the chainsaw no the chainsaw i think it's just the flamethrower actually the flamethrower and the dashes um but the flamethrower makes a big difference because before the only way to get armor was to find like the little armor packs on the ground or whatever Mm -hmm. and now with the flamethrower it's kind of this thing of okay i'm low on armor i can shoot enemies with it and they'll start popping out armor so it and aside from that they did other things like kind of reduce the ammo you have um so that the chainsaw then comes into play more and the chainsaw is you use to basically get ammo out of enemies so it's this kind of like constant switch of like chainsaw to get ammo use your ammo until it runs out maybe you're low on armor then you'll use the flamethrower to get more armor you're low on health you'll do uh basically the finish and moves the glory kills to get more health back and you just like it it forces you to constantly switch between all those things Mm -hmm. so it feels like even though you're fast and you're moving around like you're still thinking like oh man am i low on ammo oh am i low on health oh am i low on shit like you're constantly having to balance and juggle all this stuff while you're fighting um which just makes it like super super engaging i think so yeah i'm i'm definitely enjoying that i'm only on like the second mission uh so i got a ways to go if it's as long as the the first game was and i was gonna say i heard the missions can be kind of long yeah so the missions are kind of like metroid style um if you think of like a metroid map like the whole map is basically open to you and you can pull up the map and look at it anytime and there's like all these secret pathways and stuff um it's kind of like that so um not as linear as you might would think just looking at the previews and stuff yeah i wouldn't consider the last game linear either yeah there's like the a lot of big open areas with a bunch of secrets you can find um but overall i think the gameplay is what's just really engaging like the story's whatever like it's just it's there but it's not like you're not going to be like shedding tears over it or anything like that (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah the gameplay is just like oh man this i just want to I just want to play this more like um which is really good because i have not gotten that from a recent game in a while i mean like i said the the last the last big thing that came out was like pokemon for me and obviously that's not like that type of same reactive gameplay or whatever not at all um <laughs> yeah so yeah it's it's good to have this type of thing back um and then next up another huge release on the same day even though i got this one first um is animal crossing so i've been a huge animal crossing fan probably because of you um since i was younger when we had our gamecube and we had the animal crossing for gamecube i love that slice of life and i don't know what it was i don't know if it's just the chillness of it so i'm gonna say right off the bat this game is probably the most chill relaxing game i've ever played in my life (laughs) like if you're stressed like you can't be stressed playing this game if you're stressed just play this game it'll be fine uh uh, i think i'm I'm just gonna go fishing today yeah like it's so chill go Go pay off tom nook tom nook's all nice now he's not like down your throat anymore okay so (laughs) i have this is something i wanted to talk about because i heard this comparison earlier uh, Mm -hmm. in the week from another podcast where they were saying that so they were saying that the perception of Tom changes based on your age because they're like, as a kid, you see Tom is like, ha, like, give me all your bells. No, he's actually like, like that, though. <laughs> well, yeah. And then he's like, so you want to upgrade your house? 
you're going to be in debt to me for more bells, et cetera. But as an adult, he said, it's like, oh, you here's this guy like offering you a zero percent interest loan <laughs> on your house yeah well and he's saying no hold on, with hold no, on. Real look, quick. with no time terms to pay it back he pay doesn't it back as you feel like it he doesn't offer the loan until after he offers the house doesn't say anything about the loan you take the house and then he says by the way you owe me ninety eight thousand bells. <laughs> See, and that's what I so I disagreed with it because I said it's not on age. I said they literally have made Tom look nicer. Yeah, he was no, not actually. that nice. Yeah, when you were a child, not even his aesthetic. Of, aesthetic. So that's why I was like, this is so wrong. But I'm just like, yeah, because I. I think I said to you, I don't know if I said it on the cast or not, but I, there was a Tom Nook Amiibo for mm-hmm. five bucks yeah. at five below. And the only reason I didn't get it is because it was nice Tom Nook wearing like a dad sweater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's <laughs> not, I want Tom Nook in his shop apron, Do you, like pointing at you, give, get his bells. To put yeah, your, like, your so I was like, uniform This on. is not, this is like reimaginist history. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Wait, but no, do you know the, um, the theory behind Tom Nook? no all right so i'm gonna go through it quick but so basically at the beginning he's he's all like crotchety and like he's like on you about paying back the bells and he's like yelling at you and whatnot so at that point in your life when you're play when you played it you're a kid right Mm -hmm. so you kind of think of that and as the games have progressed he's kind of i guess not matured but like he started he's changed like slowly and slowly like the next game maybe he he um he was venturing into owning more businesses. The next game, he started raising uh, Timmy and Tommy, the two two other <laughs> raccoons um, that are always around him. Um, and then now, by this new game, he's kind of chilled out. Um, he's he's like relaxing. Um, so the theory is that he kind of starts off being this like stern figure in like stern kind of almost mentor figure in your life that he's like. Mm-hmm when you're young he's trying to like hammer it into you that you know you have to be responsible for what you owe you have to pay back your debts you have to be you know show up to work on time like all that stuff and then now by uh this new game he's kind of progressed to being like a more um like almost retired in a way like he doesn't have like because you're you've grown with him you're like an adult now you you have your own responsibilities he 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 has you like timmy and tommy own their own shop now so he's kind of like taking a backseat like ah everything like i just wanted to teach these guys i took i wanted i I was fine with being the villain in order to you know (laughs) like get these people on the right track so with that being said he's only a mentor for our generation (laughs) yeah exactly because the new generation is not gonna know old tom Nook. they're yeah, only gonna no, no. know this one yeah that can't be helped though he, he was just for so us so they're just gonna think that we're crazy yeah <laughs> he was for that us this that grew is like with him. a mean old man yeah but yeah it's like this whole metaphor for like life i guess in a weird way <laughs> <laughs> animal crossing getting deep the deep layers no for real like i respect it um but nah anyway uh the game itself is it's I've oddly been finding it to be one of those games that I'm like thinking about when I'm not playing it, like things I want to go back and do, like in my <laughs> town. Like I'm so serious, like because it. I'm, no, I'm laughing because I'm like I was like on a schedule as a child with this because of this game. If you get this again, you might be back on that schedule. <laughs> and the re- so you know how at first we thought it it was kind of like 
it, it might be too crafty or whatever mm-hmm. so it's not that at all I, I think of it now that i play it as the island is literally just an extension of your house from the old games the whole island yes um but while that even that still may seem overwhelming or whatever it's not because they force you to wait unless you time skip to unlock the various tools so like you might not be honestly you i think you have to beat the game before you can even start like to shape the island itself so like at the very beginning you literally just start off with like an axe that can't even chop trees down um and then from there you kind of each day you come back and talk to tom nook and he'll be like yo you trying to help me build this new house for this villager that's moving in um you trying to go catch five fish to get uh whatever the museum guy to come in and these aren't spoilers because like that's not exactly what you have to do but um it's kind of just like slowly 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 you're doing these tasks like it doesn't give you too many tasks to focus on in one day it's kind of just like oh here's your main task for the day and if you want you can figure out other stuff to do like just collect random materials or uh i don't know just you could just fish for money if you want um yeah because i know people already have orchards going which was like my main system of making money you get flower seeds pretty early um so you can start growing flowers really early um if you want and really the crafting is super simple flowers make money this time yeah you can sell flowers i mean i primarily use flowers to make like angry messages in the ground for people <laughs> yeah they, it, it, they don't make a lot of money you know like think of it comparable okay. to like selling a real flower in real life like you might get a couple dollars or whatever um the best ways to make money i found are like with the money trees like you remember those from the old games mm-hmm. where you like dig up money and then like replant it and it's kind of like an investment yeah. um so like that's still there and then selling fish and all that stuff of course um but it's it's just really i think they they like improve the progression loop is the big thing on this because like mm-hmm. now you there's a built-in achievement system in the game that you can use the achievement points to then buy things in the game um okay. which is really cool they have uh there's a set of five of them that are endless like but you get a little bit less points for them so you can just um they're just randomly generated you just catch five fish get this many points uh and then that one as soon as you complete it switches out for a new one type of thing and then there's a whole bunch of them that are just like standard achievements like get five fish get 10 fish get 15 get 100 fish you know Um, know, one of the things that like some of our listeners may not know is like the types so the one of the biggest things like the biggest draws of animal crossing and it's not even something that i would say like if it was advertised Mm -hmm. that it would grab a lot of people but when you're playing the game it really does affect you is the fact that it's real time yeah as in exactly the the day passes as the day passes in your life Mm -hmm. so there's no like going to bed and forcing the next day to come right um and so like the types of fish that you can catch change Mm -hmm. based on the type of year or the time of year that it is like it would in real life right fish flowers trees fruit stop growing bugs. in the winter yeah bugs um yeah because my orchard like i had to find other ways to make money in the winter time because my orchard didn't grow winter was winter rough <laughs> yeah it was like only fish in the winter yeah um, and that's one of the things so i'm like in-game animal crossing for me was kind of like filling the museum yeah which you can definitely oh my gosh there's so many like 
there are fish that i have seen on just like twitter that i don't want to spoil on here because it's like yo that's in the game uh, <laughs> so, so i, don't say I anything. have to, i had this weird like you know how you have those drifty thoughts as you're going to sleep mm-hmm. and i had this weird thought last night that i was like okay because i'd watched some movies earlier this week about dinosaurs yeah and <laughs> one of the things i hate about dinosaurs or, or dinosaur history is that like they keep finding evidence to go back and say this dinosaur was actually not 12 feet tall it was yeah. actually only two feet tall and, and it looked like a bird his toenails and or, or, yeah, it, was like, <laughs> yeah. it looked like a bird yeah. Yeah, velociraptors weren't six feet they were two feet tall but so i'm like <laughs> yeah. one of my fears is that like the fossil hunting in this animal crossing is you're just be digging up a bunch of bird dinosaurs oh no no the, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it's like here's another bird because all dinosaurs are birds now apparently no nah, no nah, they're just they're not based in like real science or anything they're just <laughs> random you know fossils that, that, you that was a huge deal find. for me was finding uh the the fossil parts now remind uh, me of something like do you remember in the old game was it super hard to actually find the plots on the ground that had fossils um no because everything i could have sworn that everything that was buried was a a small x in the ground yeah you just had to notice it but i mean like the 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 off like how often would you find them um, I would say fairly often if I was looking for them. Okay. But again, it was like, you know, over days. And okay. I'm sure that the places that they were hidden probably changed. Because I don't know if in this game, if they just add, I'm sure they probably added more fossils, but it seems like you find at least one or two fossils every single day. Um, well, there'd be a lot of repeats dry. too. Yeah, that's true too. Because I remember at one point I was just like, erecting fossils in my house yeah <laughs> because i'm like okay i already have a full triceratops in the museum what what am i supposed to do, do with, with these these, these part see they're gonna be selling or using for decoration i definitely want a yeah. t-rex in my house though that's one of my goals yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah if you if you like the kind of game where you can just you just literally constantly have a new goal to do every day um but you don't have to pl- like it, it's it's paced to you in a way that you don't have to you know binge it for 40 hours in a week or not a week i'm trying to think of like like for like 24 hours in a day how about that you don't Mm -hmm. feel like you have to just constantly like no like there's a clear point usually in every day where you're like okay i feel satisfied i can i can put this down and go do other things do we do we have the almost important part well not the most important but it's up there with do we have concerts Uh, on friday nights i actually (laughs) forgot that they were friday so i missed this friday (laughs) so it is a thing yeah i'm pretty sure kk okay. slider is in the game for sure oh god um i just haven't seen it myself um so yeah animal crossing so uh, yeah, if dope. you're a person who has nothing to do and you have no friends to go out with check out animal <laughs> well crossing, nobody can go out right now. You, <laughs> animal crossing will give you a social schedule yeah um but yeah and then uh the last thing is actually a new anime i started um i won't say too much on this uh, but it's called All Dareman on the Sky, and it's basically about this military general, um, this up-and-coming military general, but he's like a genius. Um, and, but the thing I really love about it is that he, his whole his whole motive for being really good and being really good at strategizing is because he's lazy and he wants to do he wants to he wants everything in life to be as easy as possible, so he thinks of the most efficient way to do it. And I'm like, yo that's me 
like, <laughs> <laughs> like straight up and there's another anime character uh that we'll probably talk about later hawks who i met today who's like that too um oh. so yeah it's a pretty good show uh it's definitely not a children's show there's a lot of blood in it um, what is it on uh i watch it where i watch all of my anime okay. but i believe <laughs> that's all you have to say i believe it's on um funimation and crunchyroll or okay i know it's dubbed and sub so probably is funimation it new or when did it come out two three years ago okay yeah it's not super new um so yeah that was my week um sorry i took so long but no worries i really had to talk about those two games content yeah um but where, where were you into uh so i watched some stuff some netflix garbage and <laughs> i watch, i played some demos and i i'm starting a real game Uh-oh. um but i will talk about what i played and then i'll talk about what i watched cool. so first thing i played that i was not expecting to get into at all um but because of the sheer length of the demo mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna have to like get this game now at some point mm-hmm. um but i played dragon quest a game i never 11. would have seen you playing dragon quest 11 yeah. guys 11 1 through 10 <laughs> not even the newest one considered yeah. um but yeah so it was just a, i just went through the demo list on the switch because i just want to play switch all the time mm-hmm. um and so started playing dragon quest uh I was laughing because this is one of those games where the main, it's like Link, where the main character doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. Everyone just talks at you and you just go, <laughs> mm, mm. That's funny. Are you not, are you shake your head? Um, and it didn't. They want you to so be the character. There doesn't appear to be any decision making. Um, it straight up yeah. seems to be RPG, like, here's your main quest, here's your side quest. Dragon Quest is the purest of RPG. Dragon Quest is the R- R- JRPG of JRPGs. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> felt like that. Um, but, I mean, it plays pretty smooth. Uh, fighting is pretty standard. Um, what's the word? Why am I forgetting this? Uh, turn-based. Mm-hmm. It's just pretty standard turn-based, uh, like your average Pokemon where you attack and then your enemies attack. Mm-hmm um it had pretty good character design um i like the art style i don't really know what the story of this game is i did pay attention but it's like it it appears your character is some sort of like chosen the chosen one of course kind of sort of they keep calling him the luminary but again i don't know what that means um but you get captured like you have to go in the demo you're going to the king for reasons i don't know Mm -hmm. and uh then they act like super nice to you and then all of a sudden the king like attacks you yeah um and then he starts calling you the dark one (laughs) but again i have no idea what's going on so i was like i don't even know why i'm considered evil you know it's your it's your classic fantasy story where you're you're the you're the chosen one but you're being framed as as being not the chosen one by some the, evil the opposite entity. of the chosen yeah, chosen one exactly and so yeah it has the, like uh, has some free roaming platforming where like um there's some quest where like there'll be like a cat up on a roof oh nice and you got to go get the cat so you got to find your way around and up a building um i love platforming in any game by the way there is a horse so that makes traversal a lot easier um and yeah, other than that, I see it being like a pr- a pretty entertaining game if you like RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's going to be on the back burner. How long was sale. the demo? Would you say a long? Like, I was playing for probably two hours at least, and I'm not finished. Wow. 
Um, I'm sure the I, game I is like to, 200. <laughs> yeah, I got to, um, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing exactly. I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. Um, but side quests seem to be completed like pretty simply. Um, and then there's a regular like equipment leveling up where like basically you just fight or get experience to you have enough money to upgrade your equipment and then you just switch your equipment out for new equipment okay Um, no crafting so did you say i don't think so at least not to my knowledge gotcha and so that's one thing i like about it is like it's fairly simple Mm -hmm. in that aspect it's like i'm not looking at like hundreds of sets of armor right going like well what statistic do i want to go up yeah i like that too. just like it's just get it's like you highlight it and it's like if your base defense is 18 it tells you this will bring it up to 22 yeah simple like that um the other demo that i played that i've been looking forward to is the disaster report Mm -hmm. demo so this is disaster report Four: summer memories is the full title of the game so um i had seen some people play i believe the very first disaster report Mm -hmm. didn't it start on like ps2 or something yeah, I would say if anyone looks that up, it's super janky. Um, <laughs> the frame rate is terrible, um, but it, it's pretty comedic in its approach to things. Yeah. Um, and so basically, the the story for Disaster Report is like you're in a city. It's fairly Japanese based mm-hmm. uh, in its architecture and design. Is it Tokyo? And is it based on Tokyo? I don't know because okay. there's not like the city names are like super made up. Gotcha um so you're just like a regular person like it literally starts off like are you male or female Mm -hmm. um and then it asks you like where are you headed today and like the options were like a job interview to hang out with friends just going home something like that okay so uh your character is just kind of like on an average street there's people outside and then all of a sudden like a major earthquake happens (laughs) jesus and the entire environment just gets all janky mm-hmm. and destroyed. And then so you're kind of just dropped in the midst of the chaos. And there's people just kind of like on the street reacting. There's people where stuff has like fallen on part of their bodies. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> there was one uh, little section of people that made me laugh because I ran over to them. And it's like it's like the part. I guess there was like a bridge or something. And there's a hole. And there's a guy bent over, like, holding this guy's arms as he's about to fall through the hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, you can't interact with them. Like, you can only talk to them. But oh, you no. can't, like, help pull the guy up. So he's just <laughs> dangling the entire time that Jeez. you're on that in, that uh, map. Yeah. And so, like, I just walk up to a random person. Like, you can get missions based on who you talk to. And this is all and happening on your walk home still? This is all happening <laughs> on my walk home. That's funny. And so I... I said I was going to hang out with friends. Oh, okay. Uh, that was the point, the thing that I chose. But so, yeah, like, you just walk up to any person. Some people might t- just talk to you or be freaking out. Some people will give you a task. Mm-hmm. So I talked to this one lady, and she's like, I had three students with me. They've got to be around here somewhere. I can't find them. Can you come talk to me if you find them? Yeah. And so, like, I go, I talk to the students. Like, two of them are just being turds. <laughs> um, one of them is, like, really scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gets to the point, like, the ridiculousness about this game is that, like, you can talk to people, mm-hmm. like, in depth about their life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so there's one guy, he's just sitting on this bench and, and, like, an earthquake, like, another aftershock happens while you're talking to me. He spills his lunch on the ground. Oh, no. And then he starts this long dialogue about, like, <laughs> how his lunch spilling is, like, 
a, a metaphor for his life like oh, going God. down the train <laughs> oh, no <laughs> and like the sad the the frustrating part can be that if you don't massage the conversation correctly you don't get all the information that you can right because kind of the scoring system is kind of ba- it's based on morality points interesting so based on how good of a thing that you do you get more morality points so like the the funny part is the option. So if you talk to somebody and it's like, this person is sad yeah. and it's like, it'll give you like eight dialogue options. You got to try to make from, them happy. Yeah. And it ranges from like, act like you super care or like F this person. Like there's more important <laughs> things going on. Yeah. That's funny. Or, or you'll say like this person, I'm so much better than this person. I should rub it in their face. <laughs> they literally have <laughs> options like that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Does it change like so, the outcome of what happens? Uh, yeah it totally does and so that's one of the things i'm interested in finding out about this game is like you there are people you can like never talk to Mm -hmm. um if you go through the game and you get a specific ending and then there's like if you talk to certain people your ending might change uh because somebody you save might save somebody else right so there's like all these little like weaving paths. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I will say that in the demo I wasn't expecting I had a building fall on me twice. Oh no. <laughs> Cuz there's the mechanic where when the uh aftershock occurs and the street starts to shake. Yeah. There's like a light shake and a heavy shake and during mm-hmm. the light shake you're supposed to get down on all fours oh, to like okay. stable yourself. Yeah, if yeah. you don't, it takes like a quarter of your life. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> what and so i was there was a part where i was like trying to i was looking for the students and i run across this intersection mm-hmm. and a, first a light pole like almost falls on me yeah <laughs> and so then i run in in the opposite direction and then the whole building just came down on me. oh my goodness is it like a quick time good, event or anything or do you just no you hit? just gotta like be aware you gotta see which building is moving and because they uh, fall slow enough that if you know what's falling you can run away from it yeah but if the camera is not facing the right direction (laughs) you can easily get smashed i'm looking at screenshots right now so yeah you can like there's enough time that you can angle the camera and see which building is collapsing or what object is about to crush you right right. out of the way and the good part is is that it's very scripted Uh, so if you die to that building you know to look out for that building the next time right um, and there is a bit, I would say there's a good, like, six second, like, shaking that happens before you have to, like, get out of the way. Does it actually, like, vibrate the switch and all that? Oh, yeah. this It goes from, like, a light vibrate to, like, to, to like, the, the whole switch is, like, about to jump out of your hand. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm very interested when that game comes out. It is a $60 game, so I may wait Sheesh. for it to go on sale because I don't know how long it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm assuming that there's a lot of conversational content. Uh, and then, yeah, there's mechanics of like thirst mm. and hunger, at least in the ones that I've seen in the past. Interesting. Um, and then your save points are usually like water fountains. Gotcha. And so there are, me- there are like actual survival mechanics. That's pretty um, cool. But it's more about the exploration in the demo. It's very Japanese. Yeah, it's super Japanese and I look forward to it. Um, and Dope. the other game that I played was uh, Octopath Traveler. I hey. started for the third time. I've started Octopath Traveler. Where did you start? So I started as uh, Primrose. Okay, yeah, I think I did the um, same. Because I think an RPG character that is a essentially a belly dancer, yeah, is kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to see what they were going to do with that. So, but basically, she's like a she's like a dagger 
type. She's like a Assassin dagger fighter type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and she can do like mystic dances mm-hmm. uh, that have a dark attribute attribute related to them. Mm-hmm. And so I finally in this playthrough I actually got through um some combat and i was surprised that like um so there's a lot of like a little bit of dungeon um where i played there's a little bit of dungeon uh crawling Mm -hmm. and it just has like your random like type of pokemon where pokemon encounter where like you're just kind of walking and then the encounter just happens randomly for sure um battling is fun in that uh so you have your normal rpg turn-based fighting where a menu pops up Mm. you choose to attack defend choose an item things like that Mm -hmm. but the one thing that i find interesting is that before you attack you can hit the r button which is a like an attack boost Mm -hmm. so based on you kind of get an attack boost dot you have five out of total but you get one every time a turn passes Mm. it's kind of like bravely default to be honest yeah and so you can like kind of up your attack by how many dots you have Mm -hmm. and then your attack can be like double triple quadruple yeah and so it was interesting because once you get like the first boss battle was really hard i was surprised like how long it took i didn't beat it the first time the but first i beat it the one. second oh. time i didn't have enough <laughs> items straight up yeah. like them boss battles are are gauntlets like they take a, a minute they're endurance intense and like, <laughs> yeah i learned the first time that i was like okay i need to be fully stocked on items before yeah. i walk into a boss fight mm-hmm. but um directions are the map system is great. Uh, there's a mini map, and it very clearly tells you what's main progression and what's side progression. Right. Um, but yeah, so I've gotten basically to the part where I picked up. I guess it's another character. Yeah. Because when mm-hmm. I met him, it like played his entire backstory. Yeah. That's um, how. So that's I how met, you meet all of them. I had Primrose, and I met Oberic. Oberic's cool. Um. Yeah, he was kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's kind of where I stopped. But otherwise, it was the gameplay is satisfactory mm-hmm. for me at this point. Uh, I can't really say, like, it's great because I've only done a couple things. Yeah. Um, but it, it definitely made me want to keep playing. And I see, like, the amount of effort that went into the art. Oh, yeah. The sprite art is yeah. insane. I love the shadowing. I love the effects. One um, of the best art styles I've seen in, like, a 2D game. And oh my god, thank you for voice acting. Thank yes. you for voice acting because yeah. that's the only way you're getting me through all that text. Yeah, and even um, then, without the like, even because there's still a lot of text that's not voice acted, mm-hmm. and I think that, <laughs> that's got. I got tired of reading after a while. Yeah, but I mean, for the stuff that they want you to pay attention to, the big cutscenes. Yeah, they uh, do a really good. I'm job. glad that those are voice acted for sure. The side stuff, I don't mind so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool. and then uh, I'll two things I watched real quick. Um, so everyone's been screeching at me to watch the Tiger King Same. on Netflix. <laughs> I've heard a lot. Did about you watch that. it? No, I, I didn't watch it. Oh yet. my god! Please watch it. <laughs> Is it crazy? Um, did not know the uh, big cat population in America is like. 12,000. Yeah, they're like super privately right? owned big cats. Oh, they're all privately owned. Jesus. Privately owned. They're no, okay, ready? Here's the statistic they give you at the end of the movie. There are less than 4,000 tigers in the wild. There are 12,000 tigers being bred in captivity in America. Oh, that's insane. In America alone. That's insane. Okay. Sheesh. And apparently So they're not endangered one, <laughs> at all. Here's one nugget. Well, not if they released all of them. Yeah. And here's one nugget. Shaq bought two baby tigers from the tiger king Uh uh-oh 
uh he's in the documentary for like 30 seconds <laughs> um it's really weird sheesh but uh so basically i learned a lot of stuff i didn't want to know from this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> this documentary i'm sorry it's a series yeah. it's like six or seven episodes yeah and basically what i learned is like there's like three major people in america that really hate each other because mm-hmm. they all want to sell big cats Interesting. uh and make money off of selling big cats in america and there there's one woman uh carol baskin mm-hmm. uh she sees herself as like a freedom fighter for mm-hmm. the big cat she does not believe in the breeding and sales of big cats mm-hmm. at all um so her entire operation is based off of like freeing them from people who are breeding them for profit mm-hmm. um then you have uh doc Antle, who is like this gross uh like reminds me of like an old hollywood movie producer yeah uh he is the guy that and that's he the goes dude with down the mullet his... on the front right no 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 oh, that's somebody else we'll get to him okay. that's joe exotic we'll get to joe exotic gotcha but doc Annel is the guy and they go he goes through his own resume mm-hmm. uh in the film but he basically his animals did a lot of movie work so he's uh, in a lot his animals are featured in a lot of big movies i got you. um when they needed exotic animals he right ri- this fool rides around on an elephant in his <laughs> neighbor in his compound that's it's so a compound <laughs> Yeah, he's super, and he, like, they show, like, multiple times, like, he rides it down to the lake, and then he's, like, bathing with the elephant in the lake. It's too much. What? Um, in the lake. So, he privately owns an elephant. He lives in, like, North Carolina or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Oh, that's my state. It's around there. Somebody lives in, like, North Carolina, South Carolina area. I'm about to go visit. And <laughs> then... Here's the star of the show, mm-hmm. Joe Exotic. Uh-oh. That's the guy with the mullet. With the mullet. Okay. He looks like a serial killer, by the way. <sighs> he, Joe Exotic, uh, which is the primary focus of the part, like the end of the documentary, Joe mm-hmm. Exotic was accused of um, setting up a murder for hire plot uh, and paying someone to kill Carol Baskin. What? Um, and so that Joe really gets into the whole crime aspect of it because he's in leagues with this other guy because Joe runs like the rundown zoo. Mm -hmm. Joe owns like 217 tigers and lions, but he is like on the lower scale out of all of these people as far as his facilities are concerned. Okay. And so, um, he reaches out to this guy, Jeff Lowe, who's like kind of like a shady, like has felonies type dude. Mm -hmm. And who has also dabbled in big cats for his entire life. Mm -hmm. And basically there's this long like conversation that they have about setting up a murder to kill this woman. Jesus. um, Because she poses the biggest threat to their industry. That's so extra. Uh, And now it's crazy. Uh, The crazy, it's very all crazy because Doc Annell, who's the ponytail producer guy I talked about before, Mm -hmm. he would collect like women. He had like three wives. Um, jesus and it's like basically he like would seduce these women with the animals right um and like <laughs> made, them get, made them have plastic surgery um made them live on his compound all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then joe joe has two husbands what joe is gay <laughs> oh plot twist but he's a hillbilly and he's like i'm he's like i'm the first hillbilly polygamist all this crazy <laughs> Yo. 
it is a wild what? ride uh so if you have like three hours to kill i would check it out yeah. it is wild i definitely um, put it on my watch list so I it just makes it. me i like i and then there's one part the one part that stuck out to me and i'll stop just journeying on but the one part that stuck out to me is like they talk about uh these sanctuaries or whatever they want to call them zoos mm-hmm. whatever being like ticking time bombs and apparently there was this guy in like i think it's zanesville ohio mm-hmm. that had like i don't know like 80 big cats mm-hmm. and like exotic animals and he just let them all go interesting uh and you see this footage where the cops are running up on the property and he's like if anything passes this perimeter we're shooting it oh no! and so then you just hear guns firing and tigers like wow like growling and stuff and it's just like and then they just show the aftermath of like all these dead animal bodies jesus and so he's like you know because those animals (laughs) they just run they would just run into like a neighborhood or something nearby right right they had to like euthanize all of them right but Dang. it's it's crazy. The uh, investigation is still ongoing because mm-hmm. um, they accuse Doc Anil like because there's a big industry for like people petting baby tigers. Yeah. So there's a part where he gets accused of like euthanizing tigers after they became a certain age because they don't Jesus. pose any like financial benefit to him anymore. Right. It's crazy. That's wild. Um, so that's a that's a wild watch yeah. if you're looking for something weird and true. I heard he was um, in jail trying to get out uh, to avoid coronavirus. Joe <laughs> Joe Exotic is currently in prison, right? Now. Yeah. Or at least as a, as of the end of the documentary, he was in prison for and he was facing like 22 years, mm-hmm. I believe it was. Okay, got you. But yeah, Doc Anil after the documentary uh got raided, his compound got raided. Oh, for real. But we don't know the aftermath of that yet. Dang interesting uh and then the, uh, the last thing i watched was a movie on netflix called the platform a mm. uh, very simple premise so i'm not going to explain too much because a lot of the spoilers just come from like the playing out of the premise mm. and it's basically i don't remember the beginning that well but it's basically this guy ends up in this prison called the pit oh actually I, this is the other one i heard about too yeah it's wild um but it's basically think of um so think of like a let's say like 40 by 40 foot square room Mm -hmm. okay and there's a bed on one side and there's a bed on the other side there's a sink on one wall Mm -hmm. so that's three walls and in the very center there is a a hole that runs throughout every so every single prison cell. cell is stacked on top of each other right and there's a there's a cylinder well not cylinder but a square hole in the middle that runs through all of the prison cells right so prisoners can look down and see other prisoners mm-hmm. and the movie the the reason the movie is named the platform is because in this hole in the middle there is a floating platform type elevator mm-hmm. that goes through all of the cells from top to bottom mm-hmm. And it starts at the top with, like, this feast, like, this huge feast mm-hmm. for, like, hundreds of people. And as the elevator comes down, everyone has, like, they never tell you the exact amount of time, but everybody has, like, 10 minutes to eat as the platform moves from top to bottom. Can they not take the food off of the platform? Okay, if it, if you if the platform goes down, and let's say you're holding an apple, mm-hmm. like you want to save this apple for later, your cell will either heat up Whoa. until you burn to death, or it will freeze until you freeze to death. Jesus! So you cannot keep anything <laughs> on the from the platform. That's savage. 
you only have your set amount of time to eat as it goes down Mm -hmm. and the problem is is that by time the platform so there's like so the top cell is the best one yeah number one and so everyone every cell you can see the number once you're in the cell Mm -hmm. and every month the people they 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 inject this gas into the cells and they switch everybody's position what oh so the gas knocks them out so they can be yeah so they get put to sleep at the end of every month and they get moved and so there's two people to a cell every cell and they're always moved together okay gotcha unless somebody's cellmate dies or gets murdered right and then they get switched interesting and so a lot of times what who's happens the serial is like, killer cellmate that just has been through like 20s <laughs> well that's why i'm like there's a lot of times where you'll people will wake up so that's the first thing they do they wake up and they see their cell number mm-hmm. and it's like people on like cell like 200 end up just jumping through the hole in the middle and just killing themselves because they're so Cause they, low. they know they're never going to get food yeah, yeah jesus and so it's a very weird um premise but it, it it like snags you once you realize what's going on yeah um and you're definitely put in so you have the perspective of the main character who knows nothing Mm -hmm. and so you're learning as he's learning so it has that draw to it where you're like what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next for sure um and i won't i won't say the ending was uh satisfying Mm -hmm. but it definitely left me with like okay what was this movie trying to tell me because it feels very uh like it feels very allegorical i was gonna say somebody said something about being a metaphor for the state of the country right now or something i don't know man like it it definitely like i kept thinking it was like an allegory about hell or something okay uh because they were always trying to get up to the top i don't know Mm -hmm. but um i say check it out oh Uh, no i would love to hear you guys opinions they said it was a metaphor for the country's economics system or something like that i mean trickle down economics didn't work they tried that in the 80s yeah uh, that was reagan's thing it didn't didn't hmm. work interesting uh but yeah so there's a lot of like uh i don't know i don't want to say class warfare because that's not really what it is yeah. but it's like once the main character realizes what's going on he really delves in like you go with like emotions of him being hopeful to him being like you know Despair. f all this to like thinking about jumping down the the hole himself and yeah. just ending it um so sound, i say check it out that sounds it really was good an interesting watch yeah, yeah i'm gonna check that out but yeah For we sure. have gone so long on the weeks this <laughs> we <week>. did <laughs> uh let's get in it's all good to that news um so first up uh there was a surprise nintendo direct mini um that happened and hold on i thought i had the link up i have made mistakes oh no open link. click and scramble there we go all right do it um so a whole bunch of stuff was announced in this i really love these directs because they're so direct and sh- straightforward no uh <laughs> no joke intended there um but yeah i'm trying to find where it starts in this article so i'm looking at an ign article right now um so the first thing they have on here is super smash bros ultimates next dlc character was announced and it's going to be a character from arms we do, we do not know who yet and we will not know until please uh, be ramen July. fighter please be the ramen fighter the ramen she's my favorite i don't know if she's i remember ramen noodles for arms oh, okay that's pretty cool <laughs> i wouldn't be mad at that um people are saying it's not gonna be the spring man dude because he's already a trophy in the game and they don't yeah uh, no, he's double super up generic. like that yeah. yeah um a lot of people think it's gonna be the main 
uh the main bad guy uh was her name dr Coyle, i believe um but who knows we'll see i think uh i think for me arms was a kind of an expected character at some point because obviously nintendo exclusive um they always and make it's it a out. fighting game and it it's a fighting sense. game yeah so only a matter of time for that one and then next up another re-release of xenoblade chronicles this time the definitive edition on nintendo switch so uh, this was released originally on Wii, released again on 3DS. I have the 3DS version, and then now they're releasing a new version with um, some bonus content at the end for the Switch. Um, so that's cool if you like that game. Um, that game's okay. It's 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 weird in that it's structured like an MMO, but it's all single player, um, <laughs> and it's the only game I can really think of that's like that. So um, kind of unique. Um, and then this one's kind of big, so uh, a bunch of 2K games are coming, so we got the Bioshock collection. Okay, can I yell for a second? Yeah, for sure. I cannot buy, I cannot afford to buy Bioshock on another platform. <laughs> yeah. but I, you buy I, it on every platform? As soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm going to have to buy this on the Switch yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Bioshock, and I can't. I need to be able to have it everywhere. <laughs> I, no, I agree. And they won't make a new one for whatever Because I'm pretty reason. sure I bought it on 3, PlayStation 3. I bought. I definitely bought the, I have it on PS4. a collection on PS4. Mm-hmm. And I was now like... Now you got a handheld? I, oh, man. The only reason I didn't... The only reason I bought it on PS4 is because I was like, I'll never get this on Switch. And now I'm getting no, on Switch. We and getting now everything I feel on like Switch. A, a moron. We getting everything on Switch at some point in time. Ah, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, every time i see it i'm just gonna throw money at it what's your favorite one out the bunch uh it, infinite i think okay 100 percent. i think the um, story from infinite i played is my it like favorite. three times yeah like that was one of those games where after the end credits happened i was just like bruh <laughs> <laughs> wait what you're like wait yeah. what i started my finger i never I, my fingers never moved on google so fast like I just want answers. I wanted so many answers. I wanted to know yeah. how the universe worked. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um, and then because I never played Infinite, made me play one and two. Oh, so, so you played Infinite first? I played Infinite first. Interesting. Because I, I was terrified. Remember, I was terrified of, of, one of Bioshock two. one and two. I actually played so two dark. first. Yeah, I actually played two first. I was scared. <laughs> oh of my one. god! You played the first game. You played as a big sister in it. Yeah. Uh, but you were a big daddy though so it was cool terrifying you didn't feel um you didn't feel as vulnerable as you do in the first game true um because you had a big drill fist (laughs) that always worked (laughs) um and then next up we got the borderlands legendary collection that's uh i believe borderlands one borderlands two and uh the space one i forget what it's a purchase for you no 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 I'm, I'm not i'm not the person that buys borderlands on every every system okay. um i have one two, i have all of them on ps4 that's that'll hold me for the rest of my that's life good enough yeah that's good enough um i don't really play three anymore to be honest with you um it was just kind of You're like done. a moment in time for me yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah for sure i got a good amount of hours out of it um and then xcom 2 is the last game coming out um, i've never played S- xcom but i've same. always side-eyed it super hard it's got that tactical vibe to yeah, it yeah that's that and it, it, I, the one thing i like Prime about it is cool is it's like we talked about like turning off the animations in um <laughs> in uh war Fire. groove and advanced wars yeah uh but i always i like 
I think XCOM is the one, and I could be wrong, but it's like when you do the attacks, when you play out the moves, they have the zoom in, yeah. like slow mo. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I'm, I've always been curious about that, and I, I, I do want to try it out. It's not because I feel like I play the little kid versions of these tactical turn base. <laughs> Yo, chill. Fire Emblem takes skill. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying fire because I've never Advanced played Fire War Emblem. Too. So I'm saying I play like Advanced Wars, War Groove. I feel like I play like the baby versions mm-hmm. of XCOM and these types of games. Okay. Yeah, I think um I think like you said with the animations, like in XCOM, it's actually real. Like it's it's live. It's not like. Whereas, like, Advanced War and Fire Emblem and stuff, it almost goes to a new screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that helps out a little bit with that, too. Um, but those are all coming May 29th, 2020. Um, and I don't know if I said Xenoblade is also coming May 29th. Um, and then next up, Bravely Default 2 demo available now on the Switch. Um, Which I started, but yeah. stopped. So yeah. I didn't talk about that this week. Okay um yeah i haven't i play a little bit of the first bravely default but not really a lot um so because it, it did that thing where it was like uh the world is, is has these four gyms mm-hmm. and here's this main character and she is on this journey and with her uh this this person this person and this person yeah. and we join our heroes and i was just like okay i'm not i'm not ready for this yeah. <laughs> so I'm like this is too much setup it's so extra um so but yeah we'll we'll see how that goes um i don't yeah. know if i'm in or, or not on that um and then new. i just like i'm sorry i'll oh, just say fine. like lastly the the design quality mm-hmm. was like so i'm playing 2d octopath and i look at this octopath and I go, looks way prettier octopath looks better way better yeah. <laughs> way way better um i can agree with that for sure um but yeah we'll see and next up, we got a new Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion past details, specifically the Isle of Armor. Um, Cub Fu. Yeah, they talk about my boy Cub Fu. He's the new. Cub Fu looks like <laughs> he looks the like he's only here for Pokemon business. I need. <laughs> he's here for business. <laughs> he's got the orders down. The speed punch. Right. It's the only Pokemon I need. Cub Fu is the new. Um, legendary pokemon for this expansion. yeah when they said that i was like yo he just looks like a mean ass teddy bear he looks like a g <laughs> like don't mess with him for sure um and he's um wordplay on kung fu too if if, if y'all didn't yeah. realize that kung fu. um but he's apparently given to you if you beat the uh there's like a dojo a new dojo that you can play through and then there are these two like towers they call it the tower fit uh sorry they call them the towers of two fists one is the tower of darkness one is the tower of water and i believe this is the way you evolve your kung fu into either a fighting water type or a fighting dark type um and yeah other than that they showed off a little bit of the gameplay of what the uh, island will look like um so yeah looking forward to that that will be the end of june no exact date i'm calling it right now cub flu spinoff anime he's a shonen hero that does not speak english (laughs) he just speaks pokemon he just says his name yeah he just (laughs) 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 and uh, we have a whole 12 episode anime about cub flu calling you now i wouldn't be mad at that <laughs> premiere on youtube um and then they talked about the animal crossing new horizons uh first seasonal event which is the easter event um i forget what it's actually called it's co- oh bunny day 
Um, <laughs> and even though it's Bunny Day, it's going to take place from April 1st to April 12th. Uh, so Bunny Days would have been more accurate here, but I'll let it slide, Nintendo. Um, but you'll be finding hidden eggs and you'll be bi- visited by a, a bunny named Zipper. Um, and you'll get to craft exclusive items and, and whatnot. So that'll be fun. So if you want an Easter based house, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> by the way, you can't actually time skip to get the event early because it will be delivered via DLC if you did not. So know. wait, is time skip like not looked upon badly anymore or, you know how it's always been. It's like half of the community is like, oh, you're a demon. If you time skip, I don't, and the other I, was half like, I, don't just want, like, I just want to play my game. Reset- I don't want Rossetti showing up in my house. Oh no, he still it's it you still get punished if you time skip in game. Oh, but um you guys. From what I hear it's it's less severe than it used to be. Like I want <laughs> I want, <laughs> if you time skip in Animal Crossing, they should have Rossetti show up like Flash. Like he's in a battered like flash suit and he's like, You don't understand what you've done. You destroyed my future. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> cause like the apocalypse just like a lightning like portal opens up <laughs> like screaming half, hey. he's half alive that'd be hilarious so what if his hole in the ground leads through time it's actually your a time selfish hole. choices have consequences that you'll never understand yeah. if you think about it that's, that's basically what he it's was true. saying to you it's true and your house would be full of cockroaches then i have to have black ghost eyes yeah oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> soulless funko pop eyes oh man I, I gotta try it at least once though i might do it after after we get off here just a little so little experiment a little science experiment that used to hurt my heart <laughs> when i time travel yep so you're you're a non-time travel uh person Rossetti, i learned my lesson man i don't like Rossetti showing up i don't like it banging on your door with a shovel hey you wait like everyone else exactly um but uh next up uh star wars jedi knight jedi academy um is now available on nintendo switch so this is a pretty cool like um kind of freeform like you can swing around lightsabers lightsabers and shoot at things there's an online multiplayer mode it Um, looked very what console did this originally come out on ps pc i think Okay, because I'm like, it looks like a PS2 wrong, game, like a late, yeah. late-gen PS2 game. It's that era for sure, though. Um, yeah. Definitely not a new game. Um, and then another Star Wars game. Did I say when that one comes out? Oh, no, that one was today. Uh, and then another Star Wars game, Star Wars Episode One Racer, um, is coming to Nintendo Switch later this year. No specific date on that one. And then this next one I'm actually kind of hyped about. So it's called Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics. Um, so it's basically a whole bunch of just like board and card games like Mancala, Checkers, Chess. I uh, did look at that. I looked at Domino's, that the other day. Yeah, uh, darts. Um, a whole bunch of those type of games, and there's actually online functionality, so you can just hop into random matchmaking and play one of these games with other people, which is I think that's really cool. That's going to be fun. It. Um, you can, be, you can become game. a Go champion. Yeah, Connect Four. Like my bad. Hikaru no Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think goes in this too. Yeah. Um, what's that other Japanese one they always play? Shogi. Oh, uh, Mahjong? Mahjong, yeah. Um, those are in there, too. Um, and then that's coming June 5th. Um, look out for that. And then Burnout Paradise Remastered coming to Switch in 2020. Um, that is the racing game where I believe you... Is, I think that's the one where you crash cars a lot. 
know. I think I never played one. anything other than Mario Kart Need for Speed. Same. <laughs> um, and then Catherine Full Body coming out July seventh. Yeah. Um, so teaching, this is the DLC teaching and stuff. Men to be better boyfriends, one block puzzle at a time. <laughs> Make though, good decisions, men. I see. I want to play this game, but I know I'm gonna hate the puzzle puzzling no you'll like it It, you'll like it it's not too hard it's very fast paced okay um it gets frustrating but that's at the end Mm -hmm. and by then you have a better handle on the puzzle mechanics okay so it starts Um, out but yeah like it's it's really fun because it's like a really quick climbing puzzle and it's like you can be smart about it because a lot of the times in the levels they'll have like little extra bonuses that if you manipulate the puzzle to get those bonuses it's mm. it's kind of worth it okay. but you don't have to get them got you um you can just always climb to the top do the bonuses uh, change like the narrative at all like does it or is it just um i don't think they change the narrative uh it's it's no it's like power-ups oh gotcha okay that's pretty um, cool so it can you can make your trip a little bit easier but or you can just try and like hardline it to the top got you okay. uh, but yeah i enjoyed it a lot like to the point where like even though at the end it got ridiculous mm-hmm. i still like persevered right right uh to get to the end of the story because yeah. the story was interesting um but i like it a lot and so i'm like i definitely haven't played the new version with the three girls versus the two mm-hmm. so I'll be curious to see what's changed because it looks way more action-packed than it did the first time I played it. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably a whole bunch of new puzzles and all that type of stuff. Yeah, but it does. Like, the questions that they ask you um, in between levels, like, do kind of make you reflect on your own life a little bit. Do they really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, uh, am I going to be a good person <laughs> or am I going to be human garbage? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So. Um that has an effect on because the whole game is run by the uh blue and red gauge mm-hmm. and every time you answer a question or do certain actions that gauge will either tilt towards the blue which is like the angel mm-hmm. or it'll tilt towards the red which is the devil uh, and so by the end you have a good idea of what your type of ending you're gonna have okay That's based on that gauge i like that um very unique game too i haven't really seen well if i buy like it you'll it. definitely be able to play it so that's a good no point actually. excuses <laughs> that's a very good point i always forget we game share yeah um that's how i'm playing octopath yeah um i actually <laughs> didn't i actually didn't even beat it um i had to i had to library that one um i'll let you know when i'm done for sure uh and then panzer dragoon remake is coming um of, or sorry not coming it's available now um i never played that game so um shouts to the people who are a fan of that does it have something to do with tanks no it's uh actual dragons you like ride on dragons it's like star fox it's the star fox clone i know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. oh that sounds star fox on dragons yeah 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 i might have to check (laughs) i kind of like i kind of like low-key like love star fox yeah no i love star fox too for sure my john um and then shinsekai into the depths previously an apple arcade exclusive is now available on nintendo switch uh it's about like scuba diving and finding secrets underwater and stuff um ring fit adventure update out right now um and a game called good job is also available now on switch where you do i can't even explain honestly it's, it's like a mobile game um we're about to say something oh apologies um you are blinking out a lot <laughs> am i and i don't know what oh. to do to remedy that yeah oh oh am i oh gosh my connection 
No. Am I good now? No. It was just happening a second ago. It's still happening. I'm showing green. That's really weird. Uh, it's, yep, test, you test, just test. cut out through that sentence. Test. Test. Maybe I'll just power through it because I don't know. Hopefully, it's it's it should still be getting recorded. Um, okay. So just stop me if if I come across something that you want to talk about. Um, okay. And then Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order expansion pack. Uh, details that is. Oh no, that's actually out. Part of that is out today. Um, King's Bounty two is coming in twenty twenty. A free to play game called Ninjala, which looks kind of interesting. It's like eight player ninjas, but it's really kind of kitty looking i don't i don't know how to put I, it I, I have no idea what's happening right now <laughs> what what do you mean i i really cannot hear what you're saying at all no nah, really yeah what about now uh in short bursts it's okay but like that sentence i don't even know what game you're talking about right now uh-oh ninjala ninjala it's all okay. good it since i'm recording from my end it'll still be in the recording um you just won't hear that part of it um, and then the last thing is Trials of Mana, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3, um, and some other things are coming. Um, but that's it for that. Am I still hard to hear? I got what you were saying. I'm okay. Right now. Say, say something real quick. Say a couple things real quick. I think it might be because my AC is on, so I'm going to go turn that off. Okay. All right. Um, but, yeah, we're just working, um, looking at the next piece of news uh i'm just gonna jump to this for now but um i was kind of excited this is a little bit small news article but uh epic is i'm sorry the headline is epic games is publishing uh, epic games publishing announces partnerships with gen design play dead and remedy entertainment um and so the big emphasis about uh, behind this article is that sorry which uh, one are we talking about epic games okay gotcha um epic games is announcing uh, a new multi-platform publishing effort with developer first approach Mm -hmm. and so basically they're saying that they want uh to provide an atmosphere where developers have the freedom and power that they're supposed to have so that games come out more quality Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason I was excited behind this is because uh, Gen Design did The Last Guardian, mm-hmm. um, Play Dead did the games uh, Inside and Limbo, which were like really in depth, like high uh, quality two uh, D side scrollers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Remedy it did Control and what was it Quantum Quantum Break, Quantum Break. yeah, and Alan Wake, which yeah, is like one of my most favorite games. Um, so i'm kind of hyped to see this news uh i'm not the biggest fan of epic games but i'm a fan of anything that allows these specific developers to create fun and epic has Uh, a lot of money and i'm a really like quantum break was probably the lowest for remedy but i enjoyed like all of their games i I love the mechanics that they come up with yeah um i haven't gotten into the foundation dlc for control yet but i'm looking at it really hard might as um, well because i yeah i i enjoyed the gameplay for that game a lot Mm. so cool cool yeah yeah, i'm I'm looking forward to that so so is it kind of a thing where the sequels to some of these games might be epic published is that 
it's not saying that like this article is really unspecific okay um but they just say full creative freedom and ownership developers retain 100 percent of the elect of intellectual property mm-hmm. and creative control uh fully funded projects epic games publishing will cover up to 100 percent of development costs mm-hmm. uh from developer salaries to go-to-market expenses okay um and 50 50 profit sharing developers earn a fair share for their work once costs are recouped developers earn at least 50 percent of all profits Hmm. interesting and so they just say we're building and we're building the publishing model we always wanted for ourselves when we worked with publishers oh nice so i mean that sounds good uh, yeah like if it probably if it wasn't the specific developers involved i probably wouldn't care as much but Mm -hmm. They make know, games you like. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Now, anything that's good for um, the developers is I'm always cool with that. And yes, I can hear you much better now. Yeah, it was definitely my air conditioner. So I turned it up, thinking it wasn't it wasn't hot enough that it's going to set it off again. But <laughs> turns out it's like eighty something here right now. Oh, okay. Um, so it was just snatching your mic. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. Um. But then, uh, where we Castlevania season four confirmed. I think we all knew this was happening. Um, no details. Um, we just think we know it'll probably come out sometime in twenty twenty one. Please, please don't do my boy Alucard bad this time. Yeah, don't do it bad twice in a row. <laughs> that would don't, be cool. Don't hurt him like that. Y'all don't gotta do that again. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. And then a statement from Sony came out saying the PS5 is on track and as of now will not be delayed. Um, I believe a similar thing was mentioned with the Xbox Series X. So um, despite the the corona and, and all the production stuff going on in China, um, looks like that's still coming this year. Um, this will probably be a Christmas 2020 purchase for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be cool. We'll see what's up with that. And then, oh, I just thought this one was kind of wild. So apparently the Xbox Series X graphics source code is being held for ransom for $100 million by an unknown hacker. Um, And it seems to be real as Microsoft uh, refused to comment on it. Wow. (laughs) So. So what is the importance of the graphics source code? So since it's most likely proprietary and unreleased, um that's something that xbox would want to keep a secret because if it got out to other companies then there would like that's one less reason you know to buy an xbox over whatever else decides to learn from it or use it like it it, it, it's part of their competitive edge is how good their their source code is and their like graphics drivers and stuff um so yeah that's that's big um i don't know really what's gonna happen if they're gonna I'm sure they're going to try and find out who it is, but that's all That's all we really know right now is that it's being held for ransom. Scary. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Hacking. Hacking, man. It's real. Especially when you're quarantined at home with nothing else to do and mad Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Some stuff is definitely getting hacked. Nothing to do but be evil. <laughs> um, yeah, imagine if Lizard Squad was around when coronavirus was going on and oh, they just God. crashed every console during, like, when nobody else has anything else to Sad do. Sad face. That would be hard. Guess I'm playing on that Game Boy SP. Can't hack that. Nah, son. For real. <laughs> no internet access. No internet connections. Can't over hack here. that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I miss my GBA. Mario Party GBA, here I come. Yeah. Nah, those are great games still. Yeah. Like, I would go back to them. Um, but that's all the news we have. Uh, 
short news week other than the massive Nintendo Direct Mini. Ironic. Yeah. Um, so how how about we jump into some quiz fun? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do one of these quizzes. So I found I found some quizzes mm-hmm. uh, because past quizzes we've had have been pretty fun and jaunty. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, without announcing the names of all the quizzes, yeah. which quiz would you like to complete today? I'm gonna just go with the first one because I just watched My Hero this morning. Um, so all I'm gonna right. go. What would your My Hero Academia quirk be? So wait, quick question. So they introduced Hawks, my guy, this week. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I did not think we'd be getting there. My guy, episode twenty four. Him, Hawks, right. Hawks, and all of the top ten heroes, like in order, they were introduced. All right. So this is this is where I'm. This is where I've been t- promising you and telling our audience and everyone who got real low on my hero after the uh, what's his name? Chig- Chi- gentle. What's the gentle criminal? No, no, no. What's a uh, hawk? Uh, the dude who wore the bird mask. What? Chisaki? Chisaki. Oh yeah, yeah. After yeah. Chisaki's fight, and everyone got sad. Um, this is the part that I've been telling you guys get hype because yeah. it's getting. We're good. back into story again. Yeah, back into relevant. But plot. Do, is it? But where are we done? Uh, where oh, are we? Real quick, how many episodes we have left? One more episode. I'm not gonna lie, that concert moved me. Did it? That concert moved me. When Ari smiled at the end, I was like, oh. <laughs> Did it get uh-huh. you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Deku dancing and whatnot. I was like, yeah. Only a true hero can bring out a child's forgotten smile. <laughs> For real. So that was kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. Um, All right. So here's our quiz. What right. would your My Hero Academia quirk be? Wait, am I, I opening have... it or are you reading the questions I'm, to I'm, me? Or? I, yeah, I'm going to read the questions to you. Okay. If you want to follow along, you can do so. Okay. Uh, the link is in the agenda. But uh, I already have my results for this quiz, so I will announce them when we get Tiz's results. Okay. So here we go. It's your first day at UA High School. What's your goal? Make <laughs> as many friends as possible. Assert my dominance over these weaklings. <laughs> get a head start on my career in school politics. Aloofly observe the situation from afar. That one. Or I'm a little nervous. Aloofly observe, observe from afar. The, yes. Okay. <laughs> a civilian is wielding a knife. How do you disarm him? Everyone crumbles after I intimidate them enough. I'll go get the police. You hold him at bay. Maybe I can reason with him. Everyone needs a friend. Disarm? I'll just blow the guy away. (laughs) Let's focus on rescuing the people around him instead so nobody gets hurt. Disarm? I'll just blow the guy away. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I chose. (laughs) (laughs) You learn of a villainous plot about to go down at the mall tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> Stand guard overnight so I'm there when they attack. Relay the information to the veteran heroes. Let me gather my friends together. It's time for a tussle. Oh, one of those. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, those ones. Small fry, not worth my time. Hmm. I'll take them on mano a mano. This is a tough one. This is actually a tough one. So you have Stand guard overnight. Relay the information to veteran heroes. Gather my friends together. Uh, small fry not worth my time and i'll take them mano and mano i know the smart thing would be veteran heroes but i don't want to get a, a crappy power because of that mm. hmm <laughs> i'll say i'll say relay the information why not that's what i chose why not all right a famous hero asks for your assistance how do you answer to call to arms finally my greatness is recognized on this day, I shall become a true warrior of justice. If someone's in need, I can't turn them down. 
this could be a trap. You can never let your guard down these days. <laughs> I'm honored, but what do they see in me? I can't turn down on this stage. Finally, my greatness is recognized. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why did you become a hero? To be like my role model for the glory. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. <laughs> Cold hard cash. It's in my family's blood. It's in my family's blood for sure. <laughs> for sure. Quick. A large villain has you pinned into a corner and is charging at you. You gleefully rub your hands together in anticipation. <laughs> Screw it. I'll charge back. Dodge and have them slam into the wall. My fist is the immovable object. <laughs> Conjure up a barrier between you and them. You gleefully rub your hands together in anticipation. <laughs> I love <laughs> oh that. Oh my god. I love right. that. Ah, finally, a moment of rest. What's on the agenda? A night out with friends? Hitting up the gym, my powers aren't going to hone themselves? Study, study, study. Wrestling's on tonight. The brawl never ends for me. And sipping whiskey <laughs> in my armchair by the fireplace. Sipping whiskey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Fun's over. Back to the grind. Maybe for you, but I don't operate by your system. Oh, Every yeah. day is another chance to prove myself. Let me just snooze my alarm one more time. I'll be the first to answer the call. Good. I've been waiting to show my superior power. I don't operate by your system. <laughs> <laughs> What's your catchphrase? It's fine now. Why? Because I am here. You're in for a world of hurt, bud. Catch me if you can. If you can't stand the heat, stay out of my way. And justice reigns from above. I'm going to go if you can't stand the heat. I chose justice reigns from above. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's so dope. Like, I just just imagine Dante doing the fucking, like, guns. Like, doing the spin in the air and shooting the ground. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What video game best describes you? Street Fighter? Mario Kart? Final Fantasy, Overwatch, or My Hero Academia, the game? Best describes me. Hmm. Yeah. It's, hmm, best describes me. Probably Final Fantasy. Yeah. I was going to say FF or Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, I was between those two. <laughs> Probably Final <laughs> Fantasy. It's, it's the final battle with your arch rival. How do you take them down? With the help of my friends, immobilize them. If they can't move, they can't win. Nothing fancy, just a good old pummeling. No holding back. I'm a, I'm using my full power. Brains over brawn, I'll outlogic them. I'm using my full power. <laughs> That's what I choose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this one just says, plus ultra. <laughs> and then the responses are, I'll do my best. Only a villain would say such a thing. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Whatever, loser. Sweet justice shall be served today. And plus ultra. You gotta, you gotta say it back. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, uh, Tiz has completed the quiz for what his quirk. His quirk is half hot, half cold. Let's go. Which is like completely what I expected and <laughs> hilarious. It's um, destiny. So one part fire, one part ice, all parts hero. While you try to keep cool and collected in battle, sometimes you can't withhold the flames inside. At first, many think your personality will be cold, but with time, they come to know your warm side. It is. Using your unique combination of melting and freezing powers, you'll forge your own destiny. 
couldn't give it up for my boy. All right, just so you guys know, I got all for one, which is right here. Let's go. I was like, yes. It was like, how do we survive in this quirkless world? Let's go. My hero power will show through. Wait, you mean one for all, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, okay. One for all. Yeah, got you. I assume there's no villains in this in this one. I don't know to be honest, okay, Um, because they don't give you like that. You don't know what the full uh, spectrum of answers spectrum of results is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that was dope. Yeah. Dang, I, we'll I can't wait to get to an, another one next week. That was, <laughs> that was pretty good. But yeah, so uh, with that, um, do you have any anime that you'd like to talk about this week? I was only going to talk about My Hero, but um, I basically, um, like I said, the, the concert moved me. My boy Hawks came in. He has that exact same personality as I was talking about earlier. Like, he just wants to be lazy, but um, he goes, like, his his whole purpose in in making the world better is so um there's less work for him to do um which is (laughs) i just think that's spot on so um yeah um i think i think it's cool that we're back to it but i'm probably gonna be upset when it ends on a cliffhanger next week oh super super, yeah (laughs) and then we have to wait another year that's why i like manga guys manga always is ahead it's always there for sure uh, and i've been asked by my friend to stop reading the manga so i stopped reading it. <laughs> so uh i should ca- it should catch up to me uh next season pretty soon cool, cool and then i started this anime um called pet p-e-t mm-hmm. um i'm only about two episodes in and it is giving me like super duper like steins gate vibes mm-hmm where it feels like all the characters know what's going on, but you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't really like, it's not like a shonen where like the narrator explains <laughs> right, things right. to you. Um, so it's, it's basically um, all I've learned so far in the first two episodes is that uh, there's like this underground, um, I'm assuming they're criminal um, type agency, like a mafia type, or I'm sorry, like a Yakuza type deal. Yeah. Um, and they specialize in like altering people's uh, mind state. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way they explain it is like everyone has uh, an image or a setting in their mind. Uh, one is a peak and one is a valley. Mm. And that's your peak is like the most positive, uh, happy thoughts that you can think of. Mm-hmm. And the valley, of course, is, would be the opposite of that, like your most horrible Despair. memories. Yeah. And so basically every person has that and and being able to differentiate between the two is what keeps people sane. Mm-hmm. And the the main characters uh I I don't think they're brothers but it's two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is younger and one is older and they basically operate by manipulating people's uh valleys and peaks. Okay. And so like there's basically this character that you get introduced to is kind of a side character but like he's sane. And then you witness these two characters messing around in his head to the point where he snaps and mm. becomes like a like a vegetable, like he's just like drooling, oh, staring at things. Yeah. Um, and they kind of introduce you to these things. Like there's this one little kid, and they think he's like mentally retarded, mm. but the guy goes inside of his brain and realizes that he doesn't have a peak. He mm. only has a, he's living in like you go in his brain mm. and you see this kid. He's like drowning in like this dark water mm. and he's like, I can't get out. And the guy is like, well, 
come with me. He's like, I'll show you how to get out. And so they open this random door that appears. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like in this bright, shiny field. Mm -hmm. And in this, like, it's like a rainbow. And like, he's like, this is your, he's like, this is my peak. Yeah. He's like, you should have something like this. So once he gets out of the kid's head, the kid is fine. Oh, okay. So he was essentially, that kid was just like trapped in the valley of his mind. Right. um, And he couldn't get out by himself interesting and so uh they fast forward and you see this character a part of this organization but like he's not really on the right path Mm -hmm. and so i don't know where the story is going as of right now but that's kind of the premise and the setup so i do like the psychological aspect of it so far no yeah Um, it sounds and that's probably what's going to keep me interested but it has very like deep imagery yeah of like stuff that in metaphors of stuff that's going inside people's brains right um so and the the opening theme like really reminds me of one of the Tokyo Ghoul opening themes. Oh, for real? So, the really yeah, good, is like, it the really good hardcore? Because uh, it's like it's whatever one where the dude's like singing in falsetto. Yeah, I can't remember how it goes, one but of it's the like greatest it, OPs of all time. It might be the same band. Like, oh, okay, I, it almost sounds like that similar. Could be. So I have to look that up. But otherwise, I'm gonna check it out because it's it's currently ongoing still. It's just I think it started Pat. last season. Yeah, it's just called Pet, and it's on Amazon. Okay. Um, is there? There's no, only one no season. Or, for that. Sorry, two seasons. Uh, I think it's only one, but it says like eleven plus. So I don't know if it's going to twelve episodes or if it's going to twenty four. Gotcha. I have no idea. Gotcha, gotcha. But it definitely it continued over from the last season. Okay. Cool. So I'll be checking that out, and I'll definitely want to check out what you mentioned. Earlier. Oh, all there, I'm in yeah yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool very uh i guess military heavy not military okay. heavy it's like old old like back in the day like they had blimps and stuff you know what i mean like oh, world okay. war yeah, Two yeah, rifles yeah. and stuff like that um so yeah so yeah that brings us to the end of this week yeah. uh let us close out the era of nothing appropriately with all these things we've introduced today mm-hmm. uh we look forward to hearing from you guys uh everyone i hope is staying safe uh being smart about this current situation yeah. uh and uh, we'll be here like we'll be here next week yeah. <laughs> we were here the week before uh so yeah hit us up again that email is sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com the, the, and you get- sorry real quick the one thing that's kind of evil that i love is that um i'm noticing that because a lot of other podcasts are like used to recording in person they're going home now and recording over like skype and stuff and our quality uh-huh. is better than theirs now <laughs> <laughs> i, I just listened this. to a podcast today that was like that where it was getting in and out and yeah. it sounded like they were like 20 feet away from the mic mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is upsetting we've been doing this <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you guys want to pat us on the back for our audio quality, yeah. uh, you can reach us at siblingrivalryclash <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, you can all also send those um, what was it, commendations. You can send those commendations yeah. to Twitter at srclash underscore pod. Um, and as always, wherever you listen, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox, please remember to rate us wherever you listen, and please. we will shout you out, and we always appreciate it. Please. Um, we're going, we're coming up on episode 50, guys. Yeah, we're getting there. I don't know if, I don't know if we're going to celebrate by just yelling a lot. I don't know <laughs> if we're going to do the whole episode in a- accents. Oh, I don't gosh. know. You could help us mold episode 50. You could. If you, if you shout out at us. If you so, so. choose. 
if you guys want dusty back tell us you want dusty back yeah hey. you know we'll we'll wrangle them in whatever whatever y'all want we we do but this yeah. for y'all until then guys uh stay safe stay clean wash your hands don't touch your eyeballs and uh keep gaming arrivederci is that goodbye in italian <laughs> yeah okay arrivederci i don't know why i just wanted to be italian real quick i think i got jojo on the brain jojo i can't wait yeah. till they announce they're gonna it's gonna be last second announcement as always but i cannot wait for part six it's gonna, gonna be hype. It. it's gonna be so hype. jolene jolene is the best i can't wait cannot wait but see yes. y'all guys next week bye